Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your time and your years week after week, every Thursday to listen to our podcast. So today I want to talk about don't expect other people to accept or understand your expectation and your aspiration. What do I mean by that? So I'm going to give you some examples, okay? So I'm going to give you an example based on my experience working with some clients inside uh, M2 Hospitality, our event planning company, and also uh, my experience working with some clients inside our coaching program, Events for Anyone, the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Mentorship Program. So when I say that don't expect other people to understand or live up to your expectations, what I meant is this. You have certain expectation when you are executing or planning an event. So I'm going to give you a, a real-life example, Okay. I have worked with um, an event planner inside our mentorship program, and she's extremely creative, extremely, extremely creative. And she has so many wonderful ideas on how to make an event look exquisite, elegant, beautiful. All right. And when she goes through the process of talking to a, a potential client or even a paid client, all right? She's able to get them excited and she listens to what the potential client or the client wants for the event. And she understands the vision very, very well. And the client has a certain budget that they want to work with and the event planner is fully aware of that. However, us being event planners, we all want to make our events look beautiful, right? Including myself. And I make the same mistakes too when I was first starting my business, my event planning business. Is when we hear our clients share the vision of the event, the first thing we want to do is we try to elevate it. We try to make it more of, uh, of a... Um, of an elevated version, okay? So if they say that they just want tablecloths and centerpiece, then we elevate it by saying that, how about using beautiful chargers and custom-made uh, menu cards? How about, you know, using um, textured linen? How about using rental fancy-looking chairs? I'm just giving you an example, right? So the client comes with us with a vision and a budget. And because we love to create beautiful things, we share with them our ideas and we get them very excited. 
And we tell them that if we were to do all this, your event is going to look so much better, so much more beautiful. Your guest is going to be wow. And you're going to create beautiful memories because you're going to have beautiful pictures of your events, right? So sometimes we get so excited. All we care about is the vision in our head. We stop paying attention to what the client really wants. <laughs> what do I mean by that? I have had circumstances that I experienced myself and also event planners that I've seen, they commit the same mistake, right? Because we want everything to look so beautiful. We just think that everybody, and we just assume that everybody will want the same thing. We assume that everybody will want the event to look beautiful, but beautiful is subjective. In their mind, in their mind, what they initially share with us is beautiful enough for them. They don't need all this fancy stuff. Whereas for us, what they share with us is, mm, it's okay. It's all right. It's pretty. But we can make it even more beautiful. So we have different standards. We have different visions. And we are thinking by sharing with them our vision, we're going to get them on board, right? We're going to get them excited. A lot of times they do. The, our clients, potential clients, they do. They get excited. And then they're willing to flex their budget so that we're able to create the vision that we have in our head that we got them excited about. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes they just want to keep things simple. They, they want to keep the vision to what they originally have explained to us. Because for them, the look of the event, it's only a part of the event experience. They rather spend the money somewhere else. For them, what is a great event may not be how the event look. It's more about the activities. It's more about the food and beverage. It's more about people coming together. It's more about other things, not just how the event look. So we as an event planner, we have to understand that. We cannot get upset. We cannot get upset that how come the client doesn't understand why it's important to make the event look this way? How come the client doesn't want to spend more money to make the event look more beautiful? And that's why I said that don't expect other people okay, to understand or live up to your expectation. You have different expectations of how the event should look compared to their expectations. So don't get upset that if they are not willing to flex their budget. And the cardinal mistakes that I see a lot of event planners do is this. They decide that, okay, the client is excited. They like that. They like that vision, but they're unwilling to spend the extra money. So because I need to protect my brand, right? I need to protect my brand. I don't want to be known for making events or doing events that look like that, which is your client's vision, okay? And so what do you do? You spend more money, your own money. You spend money from your own pocket by upgrading the look of the event. So you spend money in, in, in doing the customized invitation, getting the rental chairs, getting the chargers, and you told your client, you know what, let me, I'm going to spend my own money because I'm going to just buy this inventory anyways. So I'm going to invest in my own business, but I'm going to use it for your event. And, this, and you're thinking, I'm going to make a happy client, right? I'm going to have a happy client. I'm contributing all that. And your client can have two reactions. 
Number one, thank you very much. Thank you for making my events look even prettier than what I initially thought that it could be. And I don't even have to spend money. So I'm very happy. Or your client may be like, no, don't do that. I don't want my event to look like that. So you have to be very careful. So if you're spending your own money, this will become like a habit because you keep telling yourself that, oh, this is an investment. This is an investment, right? For my business. I'm keeping all this inventory. And then you keep buying more and more and more and more stuff. And then eventually your whole house becomes a storage unit, right? Like I know that some of you are already saying, uh-huh, stop, stop calling me out, mate. I know this has happened to many of you and it's still happening to some of you. Or your client will feel that you are not really paying attention to what they really want. Okay, you, you, you are not listening to what your client really wants. And then you decided to, I'm going to say, force feed your, force feed your, um, your client the vision that you want. Okay, and then even though you're spending your own money, your client doesn't need that. So just know that your job, the best event planner is an event planner who truly understand your client's priorities, your client's vision. Your job is to inspire them and elevate the event. But your most important job is to listen to your client's needs and really understand what they really want. When, when they don't know what they really want, you, you can do a good job in elevating their idea of how the event can look like. And then you got to listen for cues. Are they excited? Do they, are they really on board? But if they don't know what they can get and then you try to inspire them and they are not excited after you have shared with them your vision, we just have to respect their views. So don't expect them to understand and accept what you think is best for them and their event. Okay? Now, a different scenario would be um, in my coaching program, all right? <clears throat> and in life, I always say that we need to live our best life. Why wouldn't you want to do your best? Why wouldn't you want the best of everything? Now, the mistake that I make is best is subjective, right? My best life is doing XYZ and experiencing ABC. Your best life could be doing something completely different. And sometimes I get frustrated when I want it more than my clients inside our mentorship program. I want it more than what my friend wants in their life. And I wonder, why are you, cont why are you contented working for? Why are you being content, right? You are okay with being content. You're, you're okay going to, to work at a job that you don't like, but you get paid and you're okay with that. And you live life like this. How come you're okay with that? I get upset at myself. I get upset at my friend. And then I start driving myself crazy. And then... Inside my coaching program, I want it more. I want the success more than my clients inside the program. And, and I start to wonder, why are you stopping yourself from really going out there by really showing your work? Why are you stopping yourself from showing up in your own business? Why? Why are you putting all these roadblocks? Don't you want to have the best thing in life? Don't you want to live your best life? Well, of course they do. It's just that their best is different from my best. For them, they may not want to make $100,000, a quarter million dollars, half a million dollars. 
or even a million dollars. For them, they're just content and happy if they are making $60,000 because currently they're making $20,000. So I can't force feed them what my version of a best life is. I, read to, I, I need to tell myself that not everybody wants what I want. I need to really listen to my clients. What do they really want? And how do I help them get there? And for that, for that, for them, that is the best life. Me giving them the tools, listening to them and help them get to where they want to get to. And then maybe there may be other opportunities for me to elevate them some, some more. But right now, all they can think of is 10 steps ahead and not 1,000 steps ahead. So I have to reel myself in and not get upset at myself and not get upset at them for being content, for settling, for settling with mediocrity. And again, mediocrity is subjective. My mediocrity could be somebody's top performance results, right? Or vice versa. So I have to be so aware of that in order not to drive myself crazy, in order not to drive my clients crazy. So the, the whole episode is focusing on really understanding that not everybody will understand or accept what your standards are or what you think is the best for them, okay? Because we really do not know what is best for them. We don't know what is the best for anyone. So all we can do as a service provider is to pay close attention to what your clients want and need and where their priorities. And we will function as a role, as a consultant, as a mentor, as someone who understands what they want. And we give them the tools and the resources and the guidance to get them to where they want to go and what they want. So hopefully today's podcast giving you some insight on how to be a better coach, how to be a better um, parent, how to be a, a, a better event planner. So what I just shared is not just for business. It can be used for personal life as well. So don't push your kids so hard to getting all those A's. If B for them is when they are the most happy. When they have to get A, they're super stressed. So they may not be the best thing for your child. It may be the best thing for you, but it may not be the best thing for the child at that point in time. The same thing for your husband or your spouse or your partner. So just know that your expectation may not be everybody's expectation. Your best may not be what everybody wants. Okay? All right. Thank you so much once again for giving me your time. Don't forget to rate us, give us a review and share our podcast to other people, regardless whether they're event planners. Uh, if they're event planners or in the events field, great. If not, to anyone that you think can benefit from our podcast episode. Talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.